0: Welcome back, everybody, to We Are TPM with myself, Kyle Teixeira. Sitting next to me is John Teixeira. As usual, we are back with another episode for you—episode fifty of We Are TPM. So,
1: can, can you believe that? Is that
0: weird? It is. It, it's a, uh, it, you know, it's a big number, right?
1: It is a big number for us to
0: do fifty of anything. It you know? snuck up on us <laughs> when we
1: realized that 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 we were doing fifty. That's why we decided to do what we're going to do today. Which Which, is what?
0: Yeah, which is, so for episode 50, we figured we'd give everybody, you know, this this would be good for some, bad for others, I guess, (laughs) Um, but we are recapping our first 49 episodes for episode 50, call this a bibliography, a reference episode. We're just going to run through every episode we did um, in the first 50 and and just kind of summarize. You know, this is what we talked about. Uh, this is why we talked about it. That way you can listen to this and maybe go back if you missed something or, or really just know specifically what you want to listen to. Because so, there's a lot of information in the last 49 episodes.
1: That's well said, Kyle, because some might think that we're doing this for, for our own sake, right? To pat ourselves on the back. But that's not why we come here every week. And... It's not why we're doing this bibliography format here. It's because we did some good stuff that we want to remind ourselves what we did, right? And just kind of go through and remind people that, hey, you can go back to, you know, appreciate the appreciation in episode 13. And and that's a really good one to pay attention to, right? Yeah. I mean, Um,
0: not all of these might be relevant to to everybody who listens. You know, some of these are investor based. Some of these are, you know, landlord based or, you know. There there's people it could be relevant all relevant to, but there's other yeah. people that may not be. So
1: I love it. Before you get into it, Kyle. Good job, man. Right on. I'm proud to do this with you. 2 years we've been at this. 2, two years, years we're
0: looking at this list and our first one was posted on May 1st of 2021.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I've got to tell you. I don't I think you felt the same way I did when we when we walked in this studio for the first time with Steve here at, at Mansfield Podcast Studio. Did I get that right? Podcast, Steve? Mansfield, Podcast maybe another Mansfield 2 years. Mansfield Studio. Okay. It'll take me another 2 years to get it right. But when we walked in here, we didn't really know what initials are literally PM. I know. We, well, that's why that's there. Okay, I thought that was there for me. Um, the point being, we did not know what we were going to do, what this would look like. We really didn't have much of a strategy. We just knew we wanted to do something to get to get out there, educate people, to help people in some way. And I feel like over the course of the last two years, nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny, Kyle. That was really funny. However, what has happened is we've created a, a personality for this podcast, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. And I, I think we've supplied a lot of helpful info or things you don't think about or insight. You know, that's really, that was really our purpose. Yeah, uh, We came with more of a purpose than an than intention and
1: Planning and all that. Yeah, the purpose yeah. was just to inform. Yep, you, know? you are right. Well said. Let's get into it. Go.
0: Knowledge is power, right? So, yep. so we started out, you know, this was actually, we, I'm, it, it's nice to reflect too in, mm-hmm. in the order of how we did mm-hmm. this a little bit too, because we started out with a niche episode, mm-hmm. right? We started out with episode one Should you include short term rentals, Airbnb, VRBOs in your rental portfolio?
1: Kind of a strange way to Before start a podcast, even talking
0: <laughs> about a rental portfolio, we went. Should uh, you include this in here? I remember at the time, too, why we did that was because we didn't record this one first. We recorded the Building Your Empire first. Mm. And forget the exact reason. Oh, we had to finish it out or something. Um So we well, went with that one.
1: Yeah. Well, we were figuring everything out. So regardless of what we did, episode one was about... Uh, uh, it was probably... That's probably a really good topic for people to go back and listen to, right? Like, we should probably update that 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 one. It's still one of our most listened to episodes, huh. you know, to this day. So that one, just quick
0: quick synopsis: We talked about uh, what you know what short term rentals is, why they're good additions to your portfolio. We had one of our clients, uh, Teresa Ricoro, in to discuss um, one of them that she had in her portfolio. Um, you know, two years later,
1: lots changed in two years from the short-term rental.
0: Yeah, a lot has changed since lot. that. Yeah, we've we we we'll get through a bunch more, but this was probably the peak growth growth start. May first, twenty twenty-one is when it, you know the short-term rental market started blowing up. I mean, at that time, we were doing it for years then, but. Everybody started getting into it. So, so episode two, Building Your Empire Part One. This, And I'll say episode three is Building Your Empire Part Two. This was an interview with Kevin and January Seton about starting from, you know, just having your first home, first rental home, and building an empire
1: out of it. A uh, lot's changed for them, too, in the last two years, a lot, huh? A lot has changed. And you know what? I have to say something about these episodes, and I know that... We're putting a lot into these first few episodes, and we're not going to do this for 49 of them, that's for sure. Yeah. No. But I have to say, these two episodes are probably still my favorite episodes we've ever done. hmm Absolutely. Like, hands down, not even close, my favorite episodes we've ever done.
0: Well, you, we haven't gotten through the next 49. So maybe you I, might I say remember that again, them all cuz
1: I was here for them though. Were you though? Yes, I was.
0: <laughs> all of them. Are you here today? Just kidding. Um, so yeah, that one was that one's a great that's a great it's a two-part episode. It's one of our only two parts because it's a journey, you know It's it became so long that you you know If you listen to nothing we, else listen to that one for inspiration
1: No, it's two parts because we were having such a great discussion that was so helpful to anybody that was listening and it became Way too long for one episode well, and
0: we did it in two parts. We did the interview story and then we You know you and me discussed it at the, mm-hmm. in part two So, you know moving on to episode four we're, we're still in May 2021, acquiring your first rental property with Trevor Kerr of Gateway Mortgage. Mm-hmm. That was another, another one with an interview and a client, uh, our preferred lender, Trevor, just discussing you know what the ins and outs financing-wise are of acquiring your first rental. Um, and then we did a series, yep. right? So what was that series? I'll let you.
1: It was How Does a Great Property Manager Make You Money? And this was an interesting series. It's a series that I reference a lot when I'm talking to new prospects thinking about doing property management they call us for the first time and we tell them about our services I point them to these episodes often because it's a great way to get a feel for why you want a great property manager to do um to, to rent your, your, your properties. And so we won't get into it all, but it talks about pricing, maintenance, tenant selection, um, turnover. There's other things in there in those episodes that we talk about other important topics, but those are the main topics and, and it's a good series.
0: Oh well, yeah. It's, it's episode five through eight and we get through the baseline of that you're know, having a property manager does make you more money even on and we, we're talking about on like a net basis too so
1: absolutely which is
0: what people 100%. commonly ignore this might be on your list of favorite ones right episode nine Especially in July twenty four of twenty twenty one, it was it was your
1: favorite. It it was well, okay. So so it's one of my favorite places on the planet. I don't know that that equates to this being one of my favorite podcasts. I still like the Setons way better, and so. (laughs) But yeah, but this is probably at the one of the top of my lists. Where we talked about investing on Alabama's Gulf Coast, we had at that time, at that time, we might have only had one unit. Or two. We had
0: two, I think. But I think yeah, we, we four uh, interviewed Renee Stringer, you yep. know, agent out there, helps us get these things, and, and just a lot of good stuff. Orange Beach, Alabama. It's one of many you can hear about our Orange Beach, Alabama journey.
1: This is probably, this next one is probably the one we reference the most on a regular basis. I've already Maybe referenced Maybe the most
0: it. important to you know, a lot of our prospects <laughs> would be this one, right? Yeah. What is it called, Kyle? Appreciating your appreciation. I love it. It's like a mic drop we're, title too.
1: We're like proud of that one too, aren't we? We're <laughs> proud of the title and everything. It was, it was great. Appreciate the appreciation.
0: We basically talk about how you can you you can't ignore appreciation and only look at cash flows and investing. People you know? get
1: wrapped up in, in numbers and sometimes the wrong numbers. And there's a saying that that we've been using a lot lately that, that it's an old saying, right? don't trip over pennies don't trip over dollars to get the pennies right and that's mm-hmm. in in this episode we talk about some of the different ways that you do that
0: and i yeah i like to bring back the example i probably used it in there but like you go two years of an investment and people are like, i made no money my cash flow is zero and they're like i'm selling it and they sell it and they made 200 grand that yep, day right it's like, like yep. you didn't make anything you just made some money yeah yeah <laughs> 11. So 11, episode 11, we're, we're into September of 2021. I think it's, is it interesting to tell the time period? No, I don't. Was... I
1: think you just keep going. We got 49 of these to get through, Kyle. <laughs> we're gonna kidding. be here all day. Using
0: retirement that. funds for real estate investing. This was kind of dipping into how you can use money you already have saved. Um, that's maybe locked up with legal restrictions, stuff like that, to actually invest in real estate and how those returns will compare and why it makes sense to do.
1: Why it makes sense to do, Kyle. That was important because it's not just it's not just how you do it, but why you should do it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, Twelve. Crowdfunding your real estate investing.
1: That's very niche.
0: It was very niche and it was a lot different in October of 2021 than it yep. is today. Yep. But if you want to l- listen to that and how that's changed, but that was really about. Um, just That was a very general episode about different products and ways you can crowdfund real estate. Yeah. I
1: wonder what ChatGPT would say about crowdfund, crowdfunding now. We should redo that. didn't exist ChatGPT back then, deal. right? I know. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't.
0: <laughs> well, it may have existed, but it you know, wasn't accessible to us. So 13, the good old number 13 released I, on November 13th
1: of <laughs> 2021. <laughs> How to use hard money when buying real estate. Now, I've done a lot of this in my career, especially starting out. So we talk a lot about that.
0: And I think it's one of our more
1: important ones. It's one of the
0: tools that p- scare people off, and we talk a lot about in that episode and how it can be leveraged quickly.
1: Did we I, talk about the Burr strategy in that one, or is that a different? episode? That's literally a different episode. Yeah, okay. we'll get All to right.
0: that. We we do piggyback on that one um, when we get into the Burr episode, but um, you know, interest rates really affect that one too, yep. right? Yep. Yep. So oh, this is one of our taglines. Right I here. forgot
1: about this one. I forgot we used to use this all the time. Still do. I still use it all the time. Planting your tree of wealth. Planting a tree of wealth. And this one we really talk about the, mm. the
0: psychology around how real estate investing becomes wealth over time. You know, and tying that together and uh, in trying to inspire people and in how, you know, important the time period is that once you until you plant that tree it can't grow,
1: right? Yeah, and it kind of reframes in a more general sense episode ten, Appreciating Your Appreciation, right? So so appreciating appreciation focuses on the appreciation itself. We're planting a tree of wealth is is more of an inspiration to to get people in the mindset of why they want to invest in real estate to improve their lifestyle and and lifestyle for their future generations and and so forth.
0: And I'm sure but, a whole bunch of fun analogies that we used around that, <laughs> that whole we statement. We probably did. So, um, 15, I don't remember this one. Investing in success. I don't
1: remember this one. Tell me about it, Kyle. What we do? I must not have been here for this one.
0: Well, this one was more about just... This was more an inspirational episode about just just doing it, investing in yourself. And you know, we, we talked about setting goals for personal success in real estate investing. It was
1: Did we phone that one in? <laughs> what why why don't I remember this one? Is it is this is crazy. I don't know. January twenty second to twenty two, you know? Maybe it was... was I sick? Was it what was going on? What, what I don't know. All right. I don't know. W- was it a good one? Maybe I should re listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good one. I remember this one. I
0: should have had our rankings in here. We should have had our
1: you know, which which one was ranked uh, you, the highest. You know what? You know what? That's a good good segue to something. If if you're if you're following us on Facebook, we have posted at the beginning of the year our five best podcasts of the year, and that's an interesting that's an interesting little countdown that was done at the beginning of the year. But anyways, go ahead. How to do it wrong and still win. This one was fun for me because I'm the one that has to deal with the repercussions of what I see our owners do a lot of times, right? Our mm-hmm. owners after we take over, so even sometimes while we're w- they're with us, it's like they just make decisions that are that are fear-based, emotional-based. They make decisions for the wrong reasons and 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 so the point of this was I watch people do this over and over again, do the wrong thing over and over again, and they still end up winning. Like, mm-hmm. that's the beautiful part about this game is that you can do it badly and still win, so why not do it right and win even better?
0: Yep. You're setting the bar low.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, or high, I guess, depending yep. on which side you want to look at it. But, you know, the, there's, a, there's a low floor and a high ceiling. Yep. <laughs> yep. So episode should, 17 The sh- Golden Question
1: Should you be a landlord and Kyle I, I, this one came from my heart more than anything because I'm I think I talked about in this episode how I sit in front of people at their at their kitchen kitchen table talking to them about real estate and I often get to see how the wife and the husband are in two completely different mindsets regarding real estate, whether they should buy, whether they should sell, whether they should keep their house and rent it, all of it. Like there's always, you know, there's always that yin and yang in every, in every relationship. So if somebody just carries too much weight on their shoulders, too much pressure and stress regarding this, and, and they can't find somebody like us to take that off and they can't give that to us, then maybe they shouldn't be a landlord. And that was really the point here. It's not for everybody. Everybody could could win at it, but that doesn't mean that they've that it's worth. And the is stress. the money
0: we talked about how the money per month is that really worth the the headache, the quality of life, quality of life problems that come into those things. So, you know, everything else aside. Right. you start with the question of should you be a landlord? You know, it is a position at the end of the day. If so. you
1: knew it was going to end in divorce, then would you have started it when it began? Was it worth it? Even if you made four hundred thousand, was it still worth it? Because it cost you a marriage. So you know, that's really that was that was really We're looking at the it the point. right
0: way. Would it, well, if you did have a property manager and only made three eighty, you know, was it worth the twenty grand? You know, so. There you go. This one this one is one that would probably aged <laughs> probably aged well um episode 18 the effects <laughs> of inflation on real estate investing february 2022 when the when rates were still zero We probably
1: had no <laughs> idea when we did this in february 2022 what was coming and what Oh uh, we could go back and listen to this one would...
0: cuz I I remember we I predicted really high rates by a year later, and here we are. Well, I
1: think so, we knew the rates were going to go up, but I think um, but basically, talk here. It's,
0: it's it's bullet point. We the appreciation rate of the housing market generally beats inflation rates. Um, it can be a hedge against the pain in infl- inflationary environments. Um, you know, home values are up when interest rates are normally low. So that's changed. <laughs> yep, and. It will always change, but yeah, that one would be just an interesting one to go listen to just for foreshadowing purposes. This right? sounds
1: like this sounds like a this sounds like a Kyle episode, huh, Steve? This is like right up his alley. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Burr Strategy, the Burr Strategy episode nineteen: buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat. That's it. That's there. what it was about. That's what it is we killed that one there you
0: <laughs> go you don't need to say anymore that's it and he links that one to the hunt hard money and how that you know we talk about what it is and tools you can use and keep it very general so that's yep. probably one that you know is a key word you hear all the time yep and then the series that john loved he wanted to do this one so bad and he wanted it to be nine so bad and it ended up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What? What happened? We got to seven. <laughs> we didn't get to nine. We we ended up combining uh, uh, two yeah. of them, and I was like, "Well, <clears throat> well, this one is illy named." Nine on all seven concerns. of them, <laughs> the nine common concerns <laughs> when thinking about renting your home. Hey,
1: because first one. Nobody's nobody's going to know when they get to the last the part of the series
0: that they didn't listen to nine, okay? Well, there is nine. It's just in <laughs> seven episodes because the first one is already started with a combined where would I go and when would I do it? And, yeah. Where okay. would I go and when would I do it?
1: All right. And what about the person that says, oh, but I need my equity? Well, then listen to episode 21 because that's All what right. we talked about. All right. What if somebody trashes my house, Kyle?
0: Then go to episode twenty two. We talk all about that. Do we? Yeah.
1: Do we talk about whether we're in a buyer's market or a seller's market or both?
0: That one on that, it. Was that was a year ago, April second, April twenty twenty two. All right. All how, right. You, how much you want to bet we were right on that one?
1: <laughs> I have no Low idea. Low dollar
0: amounts. No, I'm
1: just kidding. I have no idea. Why would I go through the hassle?
0: Like it. Is it a good time to rent my home? Always.
1: What if there's a ton I have to do?
0: So have you ever had any of those concerns? These are all the episodes we yeah, go and to address what, them.
1: Exactly, and that's where this came from was, was the concerns that people would have when we were talking to them on the phone, in their, in their home, whatever. These are the concerns that we hear about from people that have never been landlords before. People who are thinking about renting their home. This is what's going through their head. Sometimes spits out their mouth, so we answered them. These are—this is— Seven episodes about nine
0: topics of... <laughs>
1: okay. All right. <laughs> the math bothers you. I get it. No, <laughs> it's, a, it's
0: okay. I was going to say about it, their objection handling. All the objections uh, you're going to yeah. tell yourself. Yep. These are the reasons to get past them. Yeah. Before even considering all these other things we talk about. So, yep. 27, episode 27... Should, you, we're less than a year ago already you now, you know? Should your tenant be paying your increased taxes? Well, this one hits close to home this time of year, huh?
1: It does. Everyone's seeing their, everyone's seeing their increased taxes right now. And growing analysis. And we're getting, yep, we're getting a lot of that right now. And that's where I this, should, we look, this is May people, 28th. We should be pointing people well, this is to this episode, like, right now again. Because yeah.
0: it's like, should your tenant be paying your increased taxes? So, basically, in this one, we talk about how... The correlation between your taxes and rents is not how a market works, you know?
1: So I think we handled this one direct correctly, but I'm going to be real with you right now about where this is born from. Can we be real with everybody? Is it okay if we let everybody get into the mind of John Teixeira?
0: Go right ahead.
1: When we created this topic, John Teixeira was annoyed. (laughs) By people coming to him left and right, saying my taxes have gone up. We need to raise the rent. It, yeah, and it, did you have any other talk, expenses that go have gone the, up have the, that you need to go pass to, on to your can, tenant? We could go ahead and
0: yeah, <laughs> we could go ahead and talk all through this one again. But it's all the things that you didn't think about. How of reasons those don't correlate, right?
1: Like yeah we did it already in that episode, so we won't do it again we, here. we won't do it again. I was just reliving my annoyance and the reason where where that came from, so that's or all the I comments
0: got. like all right, so we'll we'll consider uh, that and then next year, if your taxes go down, are we gonna gonna pass that on to the tenant Are we gonna decrease the, <laughs> the rent no uh, uh, how uh, twenty eight was how rising interest rates affect your rent Well,
1: that kind of piggybacks off of twenty seven doesn't it? Well,
0: here's it. this is part of the description. I love it. People probably can agree with this one a year later. Getting qualified at 3% lets you purchase a certain amount, a significantly different amount than getting qualified at 6%. Yep. Yep. Is that foreshadowing for anybody in May yep. 2022 or June?
1: Yep. Because
0: <laughs> I don't yep. think, think you can get qualified at 7% <clears throat> right now. Um, but we talk about how those two really, that's what really talk about. We talk about how the. You know how it affects rents and how that does correlate. Twenty nine. The current short term rental Airbnb market conditions. We, you know, if you want to know what the market conditions of the short term rental market on June eighteenth, twenty twenty two, basically the peak of the short STR market.
1: You know what's interesting about this one, Kyle, is it was like the peak. Well, no. What I'm noticing as we've gone through these chronologically is we basically started with short-term rentals. We talked about the Alabama coast, and that's it. Until episode 29, we talk about the market conditions of short-term rentals as if we had a whole bunch of episodes on this and we didn't. What's well, we interesting we is we talked about them a lot in yes, all these schools. Exactly. What I was gonna say was we 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 in every single one of these episodes, we bring it up and we talk a lot about our short-term rentals. And and I think I feel I think we felt like when we got to episode twenty nine that it was such a big part of our podcast that that we kind of wanted to wrap it up with this market well, market conditions yeah and it was
0: nice to well, we're also we we used that to you know give people the overview and the fluff and all the, the stuff that gets you inspired to do a short term rental but then we dive into the numbers of the actual market conditions there to back it up I think what another thing we didn't do just a direct general, you know, long-term rental market episode is because we address that pretty much every episode chronologically. Mm-hmm. We're, like, yeah. talking about yeah, current conditions at that time, so it didn't make much sense. That's a
1: good part of what our podcast is about, which is why it is so interesting that we started with short-term rentals.
0: Yep. And then 30. What is 30? Does
1: recession equal housing bust? It sure didn't this time. Not this past recession, but... Who knows? They're all different. We talked about we talked about historically, we talked about the recessions from the historical past. Well we can we
0: can reflect on our written description, just start of the description, right? That <laughs> way we get a better understanding of real estate climate without being swayed by the media. Will the real estate market bust of two thousand eight be matched by the pending recession of twenty twenty two? said sarcastically. The short answer is no.
1: I think we were right. I think just the opposite happened. (laughs) I think exactly the opposite happened. So, yes. Opposite of what? The opposite of 2008 happened in 2022.
0: There we go. July 2nd. Episode 31, The Tax Implications of Selling Your Rental Property. So that one we dived into capital gains and just things you got to think about when selling your rental property. Um, We kept that very generalized.
1: Um, I think it's interesting that it took us 31 episodes to get to something that basic. Well, we really just didn't want to do it.
0: (laughs) 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 We so just we're like, well, I guess we'll do the tax <laughs> episode. Yeah, you know, you got to have it somewhere in here. You got to think about those things every once in a while.
1: So this one was interesting. We might have to have Patrick Noonan back on because we had him in for episode 32 to talk about 10:31 exchanges. And this was really just to introduce our audience to what they were right mm-hmm. um, we wanted to assume that people didn't know what they were and here's what they are and here's what they do so this was really a introductory thing
0: yeah and I mean it's these is bigger investor things and it was a really common thing 2021 2023 because things were being moved around and, and all that um, you know, before the interest rate changes but yeah 1031 exchanges can avoid. There's a great thing to come after tax implications because – and we did that intentionally because you can – you use – it's a product you use to avoid tax implications or negative tax implications. Mm-hmm. So if, if you consider paying taxes a negative thing, so <laughs> – <laughs> Which most I investors do. do. Episode 33 Are pool homes good rental properties?
1: Hey, Kyle, let me ask you a question about this one. Do you think that your opinion of this question has changed since August 2022? Honestly, <sighs> it's a good question. Because we've had a lot of pool stuff happen.
0: I don't think my opinion has changed. I think, well, to start, what we talked about in that episode is actually we brought in short-term rentals and how those, you know, this can be a different question whether it's long-term or short-term. But no, my opinion's of the same. I'm still going with think. no.
1: I think think episode 33, we we focused on, um, are you saying they're not good rental properties then? Is that what you're saying? Go listen to the episode. (laughs) <laughs> this episode, I think, was focusing on the, the, the positives and the negatives uh, in a long-term rental, mm-hmm. I think, is what we focused on there. The um, What's word on that? Mortgage Hacks. Thirty-four mortgage hacks with our current market candy cats. Candy cats. We, you know what? We promised to have her back on. She was fun and entertaining. We ought to, uh, we ought to have her see what she's got up her sleeve nowadays because she was introducing something to us that while interest rates were rising, she was getting us reacquainted with some um, lending strategies um,
0: that are good in buyer's markets. Yeah. What kind of market would you say we're in?
1: Right now? It's a buyer's market. Yeah, it's still a buyer's market, but it's definitely because of the interest rates and the amount of inventory. It's a buyer's market, but it feels very neutral right now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, they're both so low. But yeah, she talks about... These are the ones that I think are interesting to see and show how much the market has changed in so little time. Because the things we talked about with candy, probably those products have changed vastly at this point. Um,
1: probably they were doing the five one buy downs is what they call them. I think maybe downs, now they're, they're doing, doing stuff three one buy downs. Yep.
0: Um it's probably one of the next one's probably
1: Time value of money. This is Kyle's. This is right up Kyle's. This is right out of your brain. Still
0: talk about all the time. And
1: I think you threw this at me the other day during a conversation, as a matter of fact.
0: You still probably got as strong of a grip on what I mean (laughs) as what you did in in (laughs) episode 35 the time value of money. So to keep that simple, what we talk about in that episode is the value of money now versus money later And, and what. You know, money now is more valuable than money later. If you give me a hundred bucks today, it's more valuable than the hundred bucks you want to give me in two years. And I'll okay. keep it I'll keep so, it. At that. So when I Spending win, power, the, so when I win the
1: lottery, take my fifty percent now instead of my monthly payments for the next thirty years. And
0: don't don't make me say yes or no to that, but don't tell anybody I was the one who said
1: yes, right? <laughs> Current market trends is pretty self-explanatory. The cost of vacancy. This was a good one. This was another one. I, for, I don't know. I can't believe I forgot about it. this. is another one of my favorites because it's probably another one that I reference the most.
0: Yeah, it and it's probably the most and neglected factor. And that's what we talk about in this episode, how it's the most important thing that nobody considers at the same time.
1: And how did it take us 37 episodes to get to the cost of vacancy? This is another one that we're looking yeah, we at chronologically.
0: We, we This is actually, you know, how does a property manager make me more money that we did at the beginning addressed this. Um, we just dove way further in in yeah, this yeah, episode yeah. Um, because it... You know, bringing that one up second, to, you wouldn't be surprised if we do that one again. You yeah, know, in, no, in some that's... other variation. That's how important it is. Um, and then we jumped into another cost episode: the cost of setting up a short-term rental. And this yeah. one was more informative. This one was more to give you real, you know, every Airbnb. You go on TikTok, you'll see people talking about their Airbnbs, blah blah blah. This was to give you true insight into the cost associated with setup. And then we move on to. You know, as far as getting it ready, furnishing it, all that, and then the next episode thirty nine, we talk about the cost of operating, so that you get true transparency into the world of a, you know, a Airbnb investor or an operator. And 40?
1: I'm forty. I'm not forty. Forty yet. was kind of the finish of that. Yep. Of that is, series. And
0: yeah, ending it up with the real figures of a short term rental. So the thirty eight and thirty nine was a generalized or not really generalized, but. Um, you know, the cost associated, what they are of operating, setting up, and then these real figures are actually, like, numbers from our spreadsheets, like, from our operations and setups, so.
1: So, what was interesting about this series, it came at a good time because Airbnb, we're calling it Airbnb, see, I'm falling into that trap, short-term rentals were were becoming extremely, um, not just popular, but more accepted, and there, we didn't have a client, nor does a real estate agent out there have a client that doesn't bring it up at some point if they're thinking about investing. Everybody's thinking and wanting to know more about short-term rentals. They're hearing stories about other people doing it. They're watching it on TikTok. This came at a really good time when it was really starting to explode and we were feeling like, gosh, we're constantly having conversations with people that want to get into this right? Mm-hmm. Let's do a series on it that help people understand and expand on it a little bit more. That's what that was born out of. It's,
0: yeah, it was born out of the reality conversation, making it a reality for people, you know, whether it's good or bad reality, just knowing it. This one I, I remember back on, this 41, because it aged very quickly. It shows <laughs> you how quick the, real, the the financial market and mortgage market moved in in short period of time 41 should you consider an arm an adjustable rate mortgage we did that one with trevor kerr mm-hmm. gateway mortgage um at the time we were in financial conditions for mortgages and and interest rates and all that were were arms dipped to being because of the time horizon of interest rates coming back down and, and them going up that they dipped to being more making sense over a 30 year fixed. About, I'd say, about a month or two after this episode, they just completely inverted <laughs> and stopped making as much sense as they were when we released this. But yeah. that was one of the things we went over in that episode is how quickly that could change and yeah. not be a thing. So, yeah. Yep. Um, Joel. Yes, this one, this one was great.
1: Our interview with Joel, another one of our. Our favorites. 42, An Investor's Journey of Short-Term
0: Rentals with Joel.
1: What Aaron a great ben. story, y'all. If go, if you just want to go back and you need some inspiration, if you are not renting or if you're just starting renting, you want to go back and just listen to two or three of these, listen to episode two, three, and listen to episode 42. Those are, his, those are the best ones. We said for, in Journey
0: of Short-Term Rentals, but the great part about his journey is it combines everything we've talked about. It combines... Yeah. Uh, a homeowner becoming a forced landlord right. and then using that experience to get more long-term rentals and right. liquidating that portfolio to do something else, which in this mm-hmm. case was becoming a short-term rental investor and building that journey out. So it just it's really just all the pieces of these different
1: individual and investor And using the burst strategies. He's, he's using the burst yep. strategy and he's using his network. I mean, there's so many things we've talked about in these in these podcasts. And he encapsulates and he didn't think all about of it.
0: Doing it until he, yeah, he had to it do all the just kind of happened, right? Yep. And that there was a time period between one and the other, and it, it really ties into planting the tree and, and all this stuff because he hadn't planted the tree 15 years before doing the second journey, right, right. It never would have been happened or been possible. And now,
1: right? he's, now he's getting into Alabama. Let's uh, we need to get him back in, don't we? Yeah. Get him in the and the Setons getting excited. <laughs>
0: So, 43 in December, a recap of 2022's market outlook and 2023 projections. We should just go listen to that one. and It was only, what, four months ago? I probably want to shoot myself if we listen to that one. (laughs) We recapped 2022 and projected 2023. Go see how right we were and let us know, because John clearly doesn't want to listen to that one. (laughs) Um, Episode 44, real estate syndication funds. This is where we got a lot bigger than... uh, For a
1: second, we really stepped out of our our comfort zone with this one a little bit, didn't we?
0: I mean, well, we started jumped away from the starting out investor a little bit there, but you know, we're trying to cast a big net here, and that when we talk about real estate syndication funds. And I almost well, want to say more than that. but
1: <laughs> Okay, so let's, let's talk about this just a second, though, because the reason why we did this wasn't just because we were trying to cast a bigger net or get that, that group of investors in. It's because this, like short-term rentals, is becoming more popular for the everyday common folk to understand, mm-hmm. to have access to. And lower risk. And control risk tolerance, so for all the reasons that you would do it, you can go on any number of websites and take advantage of a syndication fund for as low as you know hundreds of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. It's something we needed to felt like we needed to address because that is also a way to fund projects. It's a way to get stuff done. Um, we've used it in our business, so it's a it's a method that becomes more popular too in high interest
0: rate environments. So, it's, yep. it's time specific. Yep, uh, avoiding interest rates, uh, right? Uh, a unique investing opportunity. Forty five. So this is where we piggybacked our real estate syndication funds. That's what we called funds. this
1: one. Really, we needed who who titled this one? We need a better title for this one. Can we change? Is it too late to change the title? No. It's too this one should just we, say. What we call it. Shipping container Shipping containers.
0: Homes. This was a talking about, um, we, we interviewed or sat down with Vazul Heights about their up and coming shipping container business for short term rentals where they, uh, you know, build out shipping containers to rent out as Airbnbs. Short-term they
1: else. are right now. He called me a couple weeks ago. They are right now in San Marcos working on an entire community of shipping container a shipping container con- container community. And uh, he's really excited about what they're doing down there. I'm um, pretty
0: sure in that in that episode we chat GPT a
1: name for his company. Yep, we did, did. I wonder, did he ever land did. on <laughs> it? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to we'll have to circle back with him on that and get him back on.
0: Yeah. Forty six.
1: Maximizing
0: your short term rental income ironically one of our most i'm gonna call it SEO strong episodes clearly because it got just blew a whole bunch of our podcasts out of the water I guess that's a some token words people been we 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 released it in february twenty five twenty fifth of twenty twenty three one of the lowest months in the last three years of short term rental <laughs> performance so that might have been had something to do with it. But uh, we basically talk about ways to maximize your rental income in short-term rental business, something that we do for our clients and our own properties, and just talking about the vast amount of factors that you have to consider to
1: be successful. And that's based on a lot of experience with, uh, with a whole bunch of units in three different markets, right? I remind everybody, we're in, we're in Orange Beach, Alabama. We're in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. We're doing it here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And because all three of those markets are completely different, we've gained experience on how to maximize your, your income in each market, and it's different in each one.
0: Yep. Yeah. Episode 46, go listen to it to maximize your short-term rental income or give us a call and don't have to listen to it.
1: There you go. <laughs> okay, this is the one that that I actually I'm gonna I'm gonna say something about this one. We're almost done here, but in episode forty seven we talked about cost segregation with a, with our Aaron Coates. He's he's on our team. He does a lot of our books, and I really thought that this was gonna be the Kyle and Aaron show, and I was just gonna want to sit here and be a fly on the wall and maybe blow my brains out. And and you know that's twice I've said that today. I'm sorry, I'm not. I am not condoning anybody blowing their brains out, by the way. Um, I really thought that this was going to be horrible. I think you made it
0: worse. I probably it, did make a, it by worse by acknowledging it. By okay. acknowledging yeah. the – So, the Kyle. Void his statement, previous statements for the last 30 seconds.
1: Thank you. I'm trying to avoid it, but you're not allowing <laughs> me to. So, Kyle, tell us what cost segregation is. Oh,
0: gosh. If you want, go to episode
1: 47. Go there and cost segregation
0: is a way to say, use your current assets to save money on paying taxes. I think the
1: point I was so, trying to make there was I was pleasantly surprised by how that how that podcast went and how interested I was in it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it
0: was very informative.
1: Yeah.
0: We might have saved people hundreds of thousands dollars on taxes, and that's not an understatement. Just, no, It just is to not
1: that. an understatement. So, this one
0: is, we, we're, we're getting to what we just did, but... Maybe I like the naming of how
1: we've been doing it recently. <laughs> you know,
0: Forty eight. The human side of investing in real estate. What do you think about this one?
1: I, I I liked this one a lot. And this one was it was interesting. This one was born out of a really emotional like Always trying to get to that emotional side about how people why people say yes or no, why they do things, why they act, why they don't act. Right. At the time we were probably dealing with a whole bunch of people in their their emotional baggage, right? And and so that that's kind of what this was born out of was like, you know what, let's really break this down into what is the um, the human side, the emotional side of investing, what is it? And, and you know, we dive into it pretty well here. We put on a therapist hat. Yep. We did, did we? You have
0: to do that every once in a while, right? Yep, you know, every day. Hang up the phone and you're like, am I a
1: therapist? Should I be billing these hours to? <laughs> I think whoever created the acronym ASMH, they might have been a property manager. <laughs>
0: Shake my head. Um, episode 49 <laughs> came out Saturday. I don't even have a date on this one. That's how soon it was. <laughs> it's, it's, just just Saturday. Saturday. it's just Saturday. It's just, just Saturday. Just some Saturday in 2023. Would have been March 31st. No, April <laughs> 1st, right? 2020, April Fool's Day. We came out with uh, Maximizing the Resident Experience with Executive Consultant Jonathan Cook, Revit Mastery. Now, Jonathan Cook, we could just. Uh, we love these episodes just because we could sit here and talk to him about anything all day. Right? I could.
1: I could do. I could do a a podcast on chocolate chip cookies with Jonathan Cook. Yeah, that guy was easy to talk to, and he really knows his stuff. And when when and he's been in this in this realm, property management realm for quite some time. So for him. Talking about this stuff is just—he's just really informative and, and good good to listen to.
0: I feel like you just gave us a podcast idea. We should create a podcast for chocolate chip cookies. No, we do podcasts about things we know absolutely nothing about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Today we're gonna talk about the 1978 Ford Pinto and why it blew up.
0: Now we know nothing about it. Let's read this story and then ask ChatGPT and then there. Bob's your uncle, and you're good to go.
1: Uh, I think right. we're going to do that I one. Like That's
0: going to be episode 51. Transitioning no, to please. our new podcast. No, we're not going to do that. Talking about things
1: we know nothing about.
0: Let's not do that. Just kidding. We're not going to do that.
1: Let's wrap this one up, though, Kyle, because we just went through 49 episodes faster than I thought we would.
0: Yes, maybe. I don't know. It didn't
1: didn't Steve, did yet. we do pretty good on that? Awesome. Yeah. So Steve if you guys want
0: awesome. to listen to any of these, you got to this one, so you clearly could probably figure out how to listen to the other 49. But if you want to... To talk if you want to listen to anything else and give us a call 817 818 9039. Shoot us an email at show me, show me the money, money at com. Thank you for tuning in to our bibliography.
1: Yep, I hope it helps.
0: Episode reference episode yep. of the awesomeness 49 episodes of ops awesomeness. Good
1: job, Kyle. 50 in the books, baby. 50 in the, 50 books. In the books.
0: Thanks for tuning in. All right.